Welcome back. Welcome into the Lion's Share Podcast. Episode 24. What a week it was, too. The Road Warrior Lions. Can you believe that we're saying this? Come back from 24 to 10. Down 14. First road win ever for Dan Campbell in his tenure. Oh, and that, they only had two whoa. penalties all game. That is that's a highlight. I mean, don't don't let that fool you folks. Two penalties in this entire game. What was the stat that everybody will be talking about? They were blasting on on TV. Uh first time coming back from fourteen plus points entering the fourth since ninety three. Wow. 98. Let me correct you there. Was it ninety eight? Oh no, wait, actually no, it was ninety three. You're right. I typed it wrong. It's ninety three. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, but ninety three then. But pinch me, we must be dreaming. This this was a different kind of win today, I thought. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have, don't get me wrong, there's a BA player of the week, but we're going to have a trouble uh, picking just one because this was absolutely a team win, and these are the flashes we've been talking about. And this was almost, and I say almost because it wasn't, but almost a complete game. Oh, I know where the 98 comes in real quick. It was 98 straight games they've lost from this from that deficit at 98 times in a row wow. they've lost yeah it was 93 was the year they the last time they won after being down 14 going into the fourth but they've had 98 instances of being down 14 going into the fourth and this was number 99 so now they're one of 99 being down 14 going into the fourth talk about one of 100 holy cow oh almost got to 100 yeah but 93, doesn't happen that's, often eh <laughs> that was before we were born and we're old Wow. Wait, that's not before we were born. Well, for me, I'm 94. Okay, yikes. Yeah, hot seat you. Um, so, yeah, two games in a row for the Lions. Um, and a big one on the road, two divisional wins, too. Um, another high-scoring affair. You know, it's very rare that the Lions don't have a game where it gets into the 30s. Um, but one game, one or two games out of the playoffs? Uh, don't Don't start now. Let's... Let's put all our focus towards the next opponent and the New York football Giants. Yeah, it's going to be a completely different week when they um, when the Lions head to New York, a.k.a. New Jersey, to take on a, a hot Giants team, and we'll, and we'll get to that. But before we do, let's talk about the game. The Lions win 31-30 to um, thanks to a missed extra point late by the Bears. It came back to bite them. Kind of like a role reversal there. I think the Lions have lost a couple games where they missed extra points um, several times um, and back in the day. I, it, it sounds all too familiar to me. Um, as you said, yeah, oh, God. That game when he had to, had to bring out Indomitian Suda kick, that's a throwback. Jared Goff, 19 of 26 for 236 yards. Uh, a very lowly day on the ground for the Lions. Uh, as a team, only 95 yards total rushing, and that's between five guys. Jamal Williams is wow. the leader. Yeah, Jamal Williams the leader with 16 carries for 59 yards. So, not a great day on the uh, on the ground. And in the bat and, and in the past also, I mean, only 236 yards. So not a not a prolific day from the offense, but they put up 31 points thanks to some points off of defense. And uh, Amon Ross St. Brown was was the guy. Um, if there was one on offense. Uh, 10 catches for 119 yards seemed like every time you were you were watching a play especially on third down it was going to St. Brown they they were really running the offense through him really leaned on him today with uh, Reynolds out and um, uh, Khalif Raymond and Tom Kennedy also added 
into the action. Tom Kennedy with a big catch down the stretch, one catch but forty four yards. Um, and not only yeah, that, uh, cool. just just to jump in, uh, just listening to the post game stuff, they had Jared Goff talking, and they said that uh, it was in Ben Johnson's. Uh, uh, script for the for the game and then he did say it was one of his favorite uh, game plans they, they've had of this year um, but it was to go to Alvin Ra early and often and that was certainly the case early and often point they, of emphasis they they really leaned on him today and um, I thought I was really really happy with what the offense did um, at least play calling wise and we'll, and we'll talk about that through the throughout the game but couple of instances where I thought that um, Ben Johnson was really, really doing a good job with um, schemes. So um, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, Anzalone led the team with 10 tackles. Aiden had eight, had a couple gnarly ones too. Um, he was he was a bit of an animal out there today. Kirby Joseph uh, with seven and uh, Okuda only with one tackle, but he had the big interception, the big pick six um, in the third quarter. And that, that really shifted the tone for things. So let's talk about the game in the first half. First half, um, defense holds them on the, on the first drive to a field goal. Ben don't break. Classic Lions defense there. Um, third down, St. Brown was was early and often, as you said. Several, several third downs today. A lot of third downs for the offense today. Felt like they were, um, they were struggling a bit on offense. They, they got into a lot of third downs. Um, yep, I like that. And one, by the way, third down, third down, St. Brown. It's in my halftime oh, yeah. as well. So we'll. We're, I like it. You're gonna hear more of it. Um, five of eleven for third down for the Detroit Lions today on offense, and one for one on fourth. Um, so the the Lions get on the board. They tie it. They take points. I know you emphasized it in the your halftime capsule. They take points. They didn't. They didn't get too aggressive. Dan's learning. Yeah, I mean, learning a bit. An early game, it's it's you know what I equate it to, uh, if for all you chess players out there, your your first moves are pawn for pawn, and you're you're feeling the opponent out, but you're still putting pawns out on the board. You still have to make moves. That's right. Um, breath of fresh air there. I think this is back to back weeks, right? When he took when he took field goals. I think last week they went for the the one early, right, against the Packers. But then later in the game, took a field goal when you felt like Dan might go for it. I might be wrong there. I thought they didn't. I thought that was my point. Hmm. That uh, might have been two I weeks ago, though. They all blend. They start to blend this time of year. Um, but, yeah, so at that point, it's a 3-3 game. Right decision. Get get on the board. You're on the road. Divisional matchup. You don't know how the how the rest of the game is going to go. So get the points when you can. Um, it's, a, it's a 3-3 game at that point. On defense, Julian Okwara gets his first sack of the year. Uh, first of two today for him. Uh, just um, doing a doing a decent job at that point of containing Justin Fields. Uh, and um, So that was the end of the first quarter, and it was 3-3. So uh, tie ball game, no, no edge to either team at that point. Uh, Lions back on offense. Third down, St. Brown again. Again, St. Brown very involved. Um and then they go. Then they have the fourth down on the goal line, where you 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 think they maybe go for points there, field goal. Uh, but I, I I thought it was a great play design by Ben Johnson um, to get the to get Brock right, absolutely wide open, almost two. The tight end to leak across the field like late too to to sell the block and then leak late. That was a beautiful play call. 
it was beautiful and like i said almost too wide open you almost holding my breath there to see brock right um secure that just because it was almost too easy uh good good job brock right though first touchdown of the year for him um as as the lions fill that void that was left by tj hawkinson um aiden hutchinson animal on third down on on that goal line stand really was hoping that they'd they'd um put it to bed there and not let Justin Fields be Justin Fields on the fourth down uh, right before the half. But um, Justin Fields does what he does. He is who he thought he was and he punches it in. And uh, so then, then it's a 10, 10 game at halftime. Uh, it's a, it's a knotted up right at, right at the end of one quarter uh, and knotted up at the end of two. So it was very um, blow for blow at, at that point in the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, I, I, I want to see this week, if uh, Randy Orton gives Aiden Hutchinson a call this week and tells him about his stunner uh, coming from the rafters there, just to watch nasty. out, watch out, watch out. They gave him the Randy it, Orton Slytherin special there. Oh, it was beautiful to see, too. Uh, and and um, good job not getting too close to the head, neck area, and in inside the shoulder pads, not getting a horse collar, not getting a face mask, making um Making a nasty tackle, but doing it the right way. Yeah, speaking of not uh, not getting a flag, uh, do you have the the flag count for the Bears? Oh my God, it was a lot. It was it um, was a lot. I don't know if it was just the second half that was bad though, or if the first half was half was just as bad. But no, I thought it was definitely heavier in the second half. Okay. I think they had That's two or three going into the half. Lions Lions had one, I think, at half. At that point, and um, yeah, the 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 Bears ended Take with it. nine for the day. Wow. Yeah, Lions with two, as we said at the top. Um, one of the big keys for them winning the game, because um, it's it's rare to see a Lions Lions be in the in favor of the penalty score scoreboard scoreboard. Um, usually, it's the Lions on the receiving end of all the penalties. So it's another breath of fresh air there. Mm-hmm. So that puts us at halftime. Andrew had a little bit of a struggle. This I had to give him the Pete Carroll, Geno Smith, calm down. We faced a lot of adversity on this podcast, whether it's um, games being blacked out, internet troubles, computer problems. I've had them. He's had them. This week it just happened to be his week to, to feel that uh, he had a little bit of an internet outage. Um, and so he was maybe a little more negative than Mr. Mr. Brightside is usually. Um he was a, a little different tone, so uh, watch for that. Listen for that here. And you, if you've got any disclaimers, Andrew, put them out to the world now. I'd say I'm more realistic than than standard. That's what 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 I described in this halftime report is what'll happen in a standard game. And God forbid I don't get my hopes up for one time to have them crushed at the end. Who's to say? Maybe I maybe I set a tone to to not let myself down at the end of this game. That's fair. I'll let you have your disclaimer. We'll uh, we'll leave it up to the shareholders. Tommy, cue it up. All right, Lions fans, here we are. End of half. Pretty embarrassing if you want to ask me. You can call it a 10-10 game all you want. We'll start off on the bright side of things. Congratulations, Dan Campbell, on finally taking points when they're necessary to take them and an unnecessary fourth down. So congratulations on just simply kicking a field goal. Kudos to you. 
Defense, okay, but pathetic. Are you kidding me? This team is, is very embarrassing right now. The Bears look bad. They should be up 17-3 to on this team. And the fact that you give up that touchdown on the end is just embarrassing. Um, I don't see this going well for the Lions in the second half. Uh, they might put up another score. But outside of that, I don't see much offense working for him this half. And I have a feeling defense is about to crumble. So I got my final prediction at 24-17 Bears. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully they go out and surprise me. All right, 10-10 at the half. Another close one. Lions are tied with the Bears. Justin Fields did exactly what we were worried about right before the half. He's rearing his ugly head. And it's it's weighing on our defense so I've got to contain that in the second half. But on the offensive side of the ball, Amon Ross St. Brown is going to town. He's leading the team um, on offense. Uh, Goff is 10 of 14. Six of those passes going to St. Brown, and a lot of them on third down. Amon Ra St. Brown, third down St. Brown so far. Lions looking okay out there offensively, running the ball decently, getting the, the pass game involved. Looks okay against the shady uh, Bears defense offensively got just got to go back to the key emphasis of containing Justin Fields. He's only completed five passes in the first half, but he's ran for eight time eight times for seventy yards, um, including the touchdown right before the half. And so, got to contain it. That's the emphasis. Contain Justin Fields, and uh, the Lions can win. Um, if they don't, it's going to be a Bears victory. So, keys to the second half is is to cover him, and they'll win. Go Lions! All right, that was our halftime capsules. Nice, short, and sweet. Andrew, uh, crank it up to 11 on the negativity. Not feeling like any confidence <laughs> there. I was actually feeling okay with a 10-10 score. wasn't super happy with it. Um, Would have liked to see him not let Justin Fields be Justin Fields at the end there and, and um, have a have the lead at half. But I was, I was content with 10-10. I thought the offense was playing decent enough on the road in a in a hostile environment and outside in the, on a, in a cold day. So all in all, I was fairly content. I was just worried that Justin Fields was going to really take over in the second half, and which he did. Um, but the Lions with a couple extra punches in the bag, um, and and so I, I was I was okay with ten ten. You clearly were not. No, uh, absolutely not. I mean, there was there was opportunities on the board for the Lions to put up more, and the Lions did get bailed out with some some penalties that went their favor yes. for a change. Uh, for once, that, yeah. that took the Bears out of scoring position, kind of took a couple scores off the board for them. So I'd say they were lucky mm-hmm. going into the half, and they were maintaining at best. They definitely kicked it into yeah. gear in the second half, though, and they made adjustments, which is the big thing. Yeah, that's important, right? Because um, right out, out, right off the bat in the second half, the lines came up pretty flat on offense, not doing anything, three and out. Um, and then they give up the touchdown. Um on the Bears side of things, um, and then they give up another touchdown. It's quickly twenty-four to ten. Um, this is the point in the game where they started to lose me, and I felt like when it was twenty-four to ten, the offense was not doing anything. The the defense was just the the usual defense that we're used to, and it started to feel like to me, it felt like the Patriots game where it was just it felt dull. Like there was just no Flat. life, and and you're watching it like with little to no hope, right? Absolutely. Most of the like, most of the games, we've we felt like we've been in. In the Patriots game, it was like from the get go. You know, it, it just felt dull, like it was never going to happen. And that's kind of what I felt like when it was twenty four ten. 
Almost like last week as well, though, when you just kept waiting for Aaron Rodgers to take over the game. I Even with uh, Fields being so young, I had that same thought almost the entire game. When is Fields going to take over? When is Fields going to take over? He's going to take over. He was showing flashes with his legs. He And then, uh, I mean, he did. He put it together, but the Lions actually had answers for it. Yeah, yeah, and that was extremely nice to see, extremely um, so the third quarter was pretty dead. 24 to 10 at the end of the third. Give the third quarter of the Bears. Um, and, the, you know, uh, felt like the turning point was right there. Right at, right at the start of the fourth, Jared Goff kind of gets hit, laid out of bounds. It wasn't super malicious. Just kind of looked worse than it was because they go flying towards the benches. Um, but the uh, the offensive linemen, as they always do, defend their quarterback, Taylor Decker and Panay Sewell, getting in the faces of a couple Bears players. Jared Goff also getting hot and, and barking some some words out there. Um, and I think that was kind of a big point in the game, like a subtle point in the game when things really turned. Uh, almost texted you uh, as they were down 24 to 10 and said, this is when we decide if they're fighters or not, if Dan's really got the backs of these guys um, cause if they come back and win this, which I didn't think they would, um, but if they did, I thought this would prove a lot and no doubt. But I mean, uh, how many times have we talked about momentum on this podcast, right? The momentum shifts and that's, that's not points on the board or, or turnovers or anything. It, it is a penalty and, and a first down, but it, it rallies the troop and that's, it really that's did. momentum. And that's, and that's, that's what this game is. It's momentum swings. There were a couple penalties after that, immediately following that as well, to to keep things in it because um, the uh, I, I believe Jared threw an interception, right? And um, there was a there was the uh, hands of the face, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yep, the hands the of the face Sanborn on Trinity Benson. Def- yep, the, yeah, the interception by Jack Sanborn. Mm-hmm. Coworker actually uh, played high school football with Jack Sanborn. Really small world. Small world. He was very psyched. I was I was very psyched to watch him to this week too. Uh, with Roquan gone, he got the he got to fit the bill this week, which was very cool. He got the nod, and he almost had a, a stat sheet stuffer right there. But Trinity Benson Oof, got cool. that would have been. I saw Trinity Benson laying on the ground there. It looked like he'd been sniped. Um, yeah, and, I mean, almost like that Cole Komet-Okuda collision yeah. as well in this game. Oh, I was waiting for a flag on that one. Waiting I for was it. as well. But, Jared, yeah, so Justin got, got lucky on that drive. Yeah, then they get it swift, and they, they get a touchdown finally on the board in the second half. 24-17 just changes things completely, right? Now you're within a touchdown, so completely new ball game. That's the second time Swift and the offensive play play callers have shut me up about <laughs> about this young man's career with the Lions. I've I've shouted two weeks in a row to get him off our team, for him to respond seconds later with big plays. I think you're doing it on t- intentionally now. When you sent that one today, I thought you were trying <laughs> to spur spur it up, right? No, I was very upset. He was running okay. east and west, and then turned south. But he was supposed to be heading north. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah, Jamal. Jamal's getting the brunt of the carries these days, and you got to imagine that Swift is just lacking the confidence a little bit, and still not a hundred percent in the injury department. So that's why they're loading Jamal with it a little bit more. But yeah, you're right. He's he does go missing at times, and um, miss the miss the Swift of the glory days that we've seen. So it's something to watch for sure. Um, and the Bears penalties at that point, it's 24-17. The Bears penalties just kept piling up. That's when it really snowballed for them. Um, 
can can feel the remorse there for as a Lions fan and uh Lions get pressure on on Justin Fields and make him throw an arid pass goes right to Okuda pick six Superman uh, Superman the ho Superman super soak that not Superman right oh okay I don't know oops I don't know the words but oops. I know the, that I know the feeling I know the feeling yeah well it's pretty cool pretty cool uh justin fields number one and jeff okuda number one it was it was little one and big one as they were as they were calling it nice return too by okuda um not to get tackled right there because the way the offense was going you're not sure that uh they can even score from their own uh from the bears 20 so just get the get into the end zone that's what i was screaming just get it don't don't leave this up to the offense just just put it in the end zone right right away don't get tackled Lions first pick six since 2018, so four years. Well, the defense was doing a good job of blocks on that return as well. Uh, I saw. Yeah. I don't even know who it was. I just saw one right at the goal line that that definitely sealed the touchdown for him. The D, the D line turning into the O line. Yep, absolutely <laughs> throwing blocks. And let's. Yep. I mean, we talked about it last week, but let's touch on it again since since we're talking about the pick. This secondary can grow into be something scary and and absolutely special and competing with the legion of boom oh yeah wow that's that's pretty bold but um if you can uh, if you can keep them growing together and you've got them for years if you if you build it they will come right feel the dreams feel the dreams right something like that i mean they're there justin justin feel the dreams built in at this point contracts are built in um yeah um she buy gonna say something about what you just said and now i can't recall what it was but um oh i was gonna say this about kirby joseph um had seven tackles today but not a not as much of a game as he had uh the week prior and a little bit of a regression from him so he's still working into his role um you know i didn't see much of um claypool today only one catch in eight yards so uh their their new their new shiny toy in the in the wide receiver game not getting a lot of love. Yeah, I think he had an end around as well at some point in this game. Uh, no, not rushing. Didn't have an no. end around. No, unless they're considering the end around the pass, right? He attempted to bad radio, yeah. bad radio. Yeah, so um, I believe immediately immediately following the pick six, Justin Fields goes right down the field in sixty seven yard touchdown run from him. Uh, Mike Hughes, not a good look for him on the on the edge there on the outside. Uh, just a bad. Um, uh, if you want to like talk about momentum, Lions Lions had him right where they wanted him at that point. Twenty four, twenty four, just scored fourteen unanswered, and then you give up that run. Uh, just a deflation, total deflation. The only solace you can take from that is they missed the extra point. Yes. Yeah, which turns out to be huge. And to touch on what Dan said post game is that, you know, you might do great against Justin Fields on I I don't know exact his exact verbiage, so don't quote me, but something around the uh, discourse of ninety six out of a hundred plays you can guard him perfectly, but those four that you screw up on could be four touchdowns. Yeah, and there you see one. Yeah, it was it it looked patented to what he did last week. Um, it's he's just. He's a he's he's liable to go 60, 70 yards um, from scrimmage right to the end zone every week. Um, you know he's not going to beat you passing the ball down the field. I mean, twelve completions today, so not not a huge threat through the air. But his his legs, I mean, one hundred and forty seven yards and sixty seven of them right there on one play, and just 
No one's going to get him at that point. Okuda tried to catch him, but he couldn't even catch him. Yeah, uh, Okuda, I believe, post-game was talking about how out of breath he was uh, from, from the pick six and celebrating and everything. But, uh, I mean, it's crazy. J- uh, Justin Fields, I believe, also set a record today. Uh, largest uh, rushing rushing yardage in a five-game span for a quarterback, I believe, at like 500 and really 49 wow. yards or something like that wow. it's it's quite a few yeah i i could see it i know he's been running his, his heart out um so it, it makes sense but yeah he's, he's kind of got a little mike vick in him right it's hopefully not the dog dog part of it no dog fighting hopefully for him okay oh oh geez i sorry you cut out of here on on discord Oof. i didn't even hear what you said but i got oh. the dog fighting now i mean his his numbers are one it, it kind of resembles the seven but not yeah. quite so i think he's let's safe say he's there. got that dog in him but not that kind of dog right yeah i believe on the, the detroit lions subreddit it was jeff okuda's x-ray and it wasn't a dog it was dog the bounty hunter that's the kind of dog he's oh. got in him nice he's not like a Revis island out there he's a bounty hunter out there i like that oh yeah el jefe el jefe so it's 30 24 at that point lions back on offense tom kennedy with the huge catch as we said um in the stat line his sole catch of the day one catch for 44 yards on third and eight a crucial third down pickup uh anytime the lions get a third down pickup on offense you you stand up for that um Subsequently, Jamal yeah. gets a touchdown on the ground for the Lions. They take the lead 31 to 30. And then there's about two minutes and some change on the clock. So they're north of the two minute warning, and the Chicago Bears are getting the ball. I think you and I and many fan Lions fans alike are feeling that feeling of at this point in the game. We're feeling like we know how this will end. The Bears are going to go down, either get a touchdown or they're going to kick a field goal with zeros on the clock. The, the Lions offense isn't going to get another opportunity. We've seen this so many times. Yep. Time and time again. Yep. And you're just building it yep. up in your head at this point. Yep, 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 and yep. But it didn't everything. happen. It didn't happen this yes. time. Absolutely it didn't happen. Rewriting history. If anything that gets it off the same old Lions, that's that's a win in our book. I'll take um, it. We'll talk about here uh, the last drive. Um, Hutchinson gets the sack, his fifth sack of the year. And then following, they get to Justin Fields on the on the fourth down. The entire defensive line was in his lap at one point, and they just could not get him down. I'm, I was up standing in front of the TV screaming, just please tackle him, please. I wasn't saying please at that point. Um, Julian Okwara finally gets to him. They put Justin Fields into the ground. Lions Slams take over on downs. Down. Lions take over on downs uh, and are able to run a few plays. They get the first down, which is nice. Don't even leave it up to a a, a field goal there or a, a going for it on fourth down with like 13 seconds. If they would have gotten to fourth down and they'd probably given, um, they probably would have had about 10, 20 seconds on the clock that they'd need to burn off or they could have given the ball back to the Bears. But yeah, just love to put it away there. Didn't even allow Chicago to get past midfield. That's the way to do it right there absolutely not only that but they get the ball back and i don't know if you want to jump ahead this far yet should i should i hold off no go ahead we're at the end okay get the ball back the sweetest thing is they got to third and eight and they have the ability to get a first down running the ball and you just didn't see it all day but i mean that was just beautiful to see to seal off a victory no 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. The Lions very rarely have they in the past been able to run when they need they need to run, right? They can run the ball a little bit at times, but they've never they've always struggled with running the ball when the defense knows this 100% is going to be a run and they usually lose 5 yards, which they did like the play before. I think it was second and 3 and then they lose 5 yards to make it third and 8 and um Jamal gets nine or 10 yards there, puts it past the sticks, just puts the game away at that point. You got one victory formation and it's over. Uh, just that's really nice to see. A uh, division win is always sweet and beautiful. You said it yourself. Ooh, we're not even, we don't even have our number 12 overall pick in the draft. No, 11. Or has it moved? It may have moved. Tankathon. No, no, no. Check it. JMO. Oh, JMO. I thought you were talking this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm with you now. JMO. Yeah, he's hasn't even coming seen back the soon, field. right? I mean, honestly, if the Lions do something in the next two years, we might look back at the at the one of the at this draft class in particular, and talk about one of the best draft classes of all time. And and then and then you turn around and we have two first rounders coming up, another two first rounders. We might be mm-hmm. talking about some great draft classes, especially with what Brad Holmes does in the mid to late rounds. Yeah, they're getting some gems, um, and we've we've sung their praises before, but really got to tip the hat to them on those on some of these these guys they're drafting because it's a breath of fresh air than previous regimes. Um, Lions today, uh, they didn't win the 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 yards battle. They 323 yards to Chicago's 408, but they most importantly won the turnover battle. No turnovers today. Chicago had the one pick six that was crucial. Uh, they the Lions had about a minute more of time of possession, so they win the time of possession. Six more first downs and uh, more passing yards than when the Bears, and most importantly, only two penalties to Chicago's nine. So it comes down to that: penalties, turnovers, win and lose games on that. Yeah, and the Bears Bears shot themselves in the foot. Something Dan always preaches is details. That's what it comes down to in this game: is details, and that's what he's always talking about. Just got to clean up the little things, man. Man, All they gotta do, and man, they can man. win some games. Dan the man. Um, Rejoice, you gotta, Lions fans. I'm sorry, say again. Rejoice. Rejoice. Forward on the field. Play that one um, loud and loud and clear this week. Uh, you want to name a BA line of the week, shall we? I mean, Amon Ra with. Uh, we can have a live discussion if you'd like. Amon Ra yes. with leading the passing attack. Tom Kennedy just on a sheer huge play jared goff for going out and doing what a quarterback does what you go get a quarterback to do is a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter jeff okuda in the pick six aiden hutchinson and and some huge sacks who who else do you got i mean i got the whole team here yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. As we said, kind of a team victory, or not kind of, it was a team victory. Nobody really standing out. I think on the offensive side of the ball, um, Amon Ross St. Brown is is the one on the offensive side of the ball. You can give an honorable mention to Jared Goff. Um, as you said, uh, as you texted me prior to that last drive, this is where Jared can prove himself, earn that next contract, whether it's here or somewhere else. He's got to prove it, and he did. Uh he was he's, he had some nice throws today um, in a, in a in an outdoor environment which he's not always great in uh, especially an outdoor cold environment for that matter um, so on the offensive side Absolutely. of all yeah uh, and and Jamal just continues to 
um, get the tough yards on on the ground. Not a great not a great running day for him, but getting tough yards and once again getting in the end zone. Uh, not hip thrusting. Kudos to him. Little little little. Today psyched us all. Not out, gonna though. get me today. Not gonna get me today. Sign from him uh, on the on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think I'd like to add Okwara to that list as well, Julian. Okay. Um, for his for his play today, but right there with you with Aiden Hutchinson, um, continuing to grow into his position here in the NFL. And Okuda, uh, uh, what can you say from him? Uh, de- denying the pass all day and getting the pick six that um, really set the tone for the game. Uh, on on one more note on Jared Goff too, I think as we said, um, the the run where he gets the late hit out of bounds uh, really sparked the team as a whole too. So I think emotionally you can give Jared Goff not only the honorable mention, but the emotional uh, mention of just getting the team fired up by him getting up from that, that fall and uh, barking, barking at the bears and getting, getting the team fired up. So that was long aside for me, but from, from a, from an offensive side of thing, I like uh, Amon Ra and on defense, I, I like Okuda. I'm okay with uh, going co co winners. Yeah, and I, I think the um not only Okora and, and Hutchinson, but that, that defensive line just um um did a did a good job today. Obviously not perfect day from them. They gave up thirty points, but uh making plays when it was needed and continuing to somewhat bend, sometimes break, but ultimately bending more than breaking. <laughs> so there you go. Yes, correct. And uh BA BA play of the week, uh, throwing this one out there because you mentioned it, Tom Kennedy with a with a nice grab on third and long to to con- continue that drive that was ever ever so important. Uh, he had a catch earlier too, right right off the bat um, that they they called back, but it was a nice grab from him, uh, just maybe touched the ground a little bit, so they they called that one back. So um, two catches on the day almost for him. Speaking of Tom Kennedy too, you know I was thinking about this all game. Has he become our Taysom Hill without us realizing it? Um, maybe, but he he's almost not feels like a utility. Position. Exactly, it's like a, they're not going to talk about him in that perspective. But it's like Dan Campbell didn't wanted to avoid it. He's not a quarterback. He didn't play quarterback, but he's our utility guy. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh, Amendola um, was for for the Lions for a little bit. Um, not just trying to name white guys that look like Tom Kennedy, but that's just kind of what that he reminds me of. Um, hey, but can, can Tom play quarterback? Can we get him in on some trick plays? Is that what you're saying? I mean, it's never experience. You never know, man. You never know what you're gonna see from Dan Campbell. I mean, the guy Ben Johnson, the guy's crazy. Well. Ben Johnson's hey, not I... afraid to do do things out of out of uh, out of the box. Out of the box. Out of the box. <laughs> Inside the box, inside the brain, that is a man wearing a Steelers hat on the Lions victory day. I'm sorry, man. Hat's a hat. Got to wear it until my grit hat comes in, okay? Yeah, yeah. I hope you took advantage of the 25% off. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So, so that's what the, that was the week that was as Lions fans. Oh, wait. Two in a row. Sorry, I got one more thing because you went back and touched on it. The, the scuffle with Goff. That yes. might signify, you know, Goff uh, letting go of the Cali bro phase and putting on the hard hat and just Midwest o- boy officially becoming a De- De- Detroit Don there, like just a, a, a construction guy now. He might get Wouldn't a Wouldn't that be something? Oh, he, he can't grow facial hair. He can't, just know. like you can't. It might start for him, though. 
Yeah, maybe he'll do no save. Oh, I guess we're already halfway through November, so maybe not. Oh, um, it's no shave. Mm-hmm. I guess I've been participating all wrong. Silly you. Lions are three and six um, on a two-game winning streak. They've got the Giants next week. Shout out to uh, Mitch from Fort Wayne. I saw he was there with the crew. Um, so is Mitch the good luck charm? We'll see. I hope so. Oh, man. What a sight to be at, too. Congratulations on picking a great game. Yeah, in, in, in hostile territory in the Lions, um, Lions attire uh, in a cold one, too, at Soldier Field. They were in jerseys, I'm hoping, when you say uh, Lions attire? Um. I mean, I know Mitch had the beanie on, or the the the, yeah, the, on the one with the thing on the I, top. I don't know, Mitch from Fort Wayne. I'm gonna need a jersey out of you. You better hope when I get the news back well, from he, the co-host. I know he used to have uh, a, a Stafford. Stafford. Yeah, everybody had the classic Stafford. You can still wear it. It's okay. It still plays. He was in concussion I'm protocol. I'm seeing. I'm seeing Mitch with a vest. He's a vest guy confirmed. Um, uh oh. He's got a. He's got a. He's got a Detroit Lions crew neck on. Looks like with a vest over top, and then and then the Lions beanie on 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 the head. So how much um, blue guys to, to black ratio? What's the blue to black ratio? I'm trying to Instagram that's story. I'm sorry. Oh, that's that's quite a bit of blue. That's quite a bit of blue. That'll yeah, fly. no, it plays. That'll fly. He's got the boot. He's got the boots on. He's always well dressed. He's a he's very not just trying man. to blend in. I like it. No, 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 no. You just you put more blue on as the lines started to come back. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. It's like the inside out jackets. You know, one side exactly. black. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, just start to peel it off. Peel it off a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. Oof. As exciting as the Lions Bears game was, right after it, you right you flow right into the Bills Vikings. Wow. Game of the year vibes. As everyone seems to call it, we call it game of the week, but little did we know how insane this game was going to be. Uh, Diggs had a crazy one-handed catch, and then Justin Jefferson, not to be outdone, with a wild one-handed catch where the defender had two hands on the ball. Jeff Jefferson only needs one to peel it away from him and not let it hit the ground, which is I ain't crazy. never seen nothing like that. That was catch of the year. Hey, I mean, if somebody beats that catch this year, there is it's gonna have to be greatness. Yeah, um, just the ability—it just didn't even seem real that he could do that and have it not hit the ground and cradle it into himself. Uh, much like the Lions were riding St. Brown, they the uh, Vikings were really riding Justin Jefferson today. Um, nearly 200 yards through the air, and especially on that drive, they just kept feeding him. But, but. The, the Vikings get to a fourth and one on the goal line. Fourth and goal, I should say. Hold play on, before hold on. They go folks, past. folks, take a deep breath right now because this is going to be your, your last chance to catch your breath here in, in the next span of events and what takes place. Okay? Yeah. Set. Sit down for this take one. It, take it away, Ben. So let's go back to the third down that you were so um, um, mad about. Uh, the play action pass on third down, but... Or I'm sorry, it was fourth, fourth down, third down, whatever it was. They get another down because uh, one of the Bills defenders, I don't know if it was Ed Oliver or who it was, but jumped the snap into the neutral zone, ultimately became a free play. And so then on fourth down and goal, Kirk Cousins tries to go QB sneak off to the side, off tackle, and uh, not doesn't get there, doesn't get there. They review it very clear that the ball was short. And so at that point, I texted you and said, um, Vikings got humbled, which we were hoping for, right? The 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 chain hang was too low. 
they get humbled. And within two minutes, I've texted you, Vikings get humbled. And two minutes within two minutes later, I text you, Vi- Vikings are team of destiny. That's how quickly it switched. Because the Bills take over. Obviously, where the ball was down, which was like the half-yard line. And they have trouble with the snap. Josh drops the ball right into the lap of... Um, I can't remember who it was on on the Vikings, but it's like they're one of the number fifty four on the Vikings. He's a well known guy, right? But um, he recovers it in the end zone. There's some talk there of well, do you take the safety? But it's probably the right play to just try to stuff it in there and and go home. But yeah, just a wild scene of events. Suddenly the Vikings are ahead, and at that point you think and you look at the the clock and you think, well, the Bills still have the Bills can still win this or tie this right um and they do it without any timeouts they go right down the field and um there was one questionable catch on the sidelines that looked like it probably hit the ground but the bills go high tempo and somehow get a playoff before the uh, new york calls in uh that you, that's very rare these days that you try to that, that teams can actually beat the snap that used to be a big play back in the day but now with new york new york chiming in it, it seems like they they've put a squander on that but a rare a rare instance and in, the 22 2022 world they get it down um almost looked like they could punch it in the end zone and win the damn thing uh but they do get um settle settle for a field goal goes into overtime uh vikings go down the field um get a field goal so the bills um get a get an opportunity um for a minute there it looked like the vikings might score a touchdown and it was going to be another instance of the bills losing a coin toss and uh not getting the ball in overtime where have we seen that before right Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs. Um, so they don't. They settle for a field goal. The Bills get their opportunity, but Josh Allen with a rare, rare red zone interception. Um, that one's on him, no doubt. Uh, and so the Vikings win it after trailing by seventeen. Yeah, and Josh Allen got beat up in this game. I mean, game of the yeah, century. Is, is Josh Allen okay? Well, there's some question saw- about whether he would play this game even too. So he was he was a little banged up coming into it. He's got to be even more after this. I saw him face down at one point in this game with a bunch of people around him. I've seen that video before. I mean, it just it, was that just him acting out? Nothing serious? Okay. No word on that one. I don't know. We'll, okay. we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they've got a, they've got a date with the Lions soon, so we'll, we'll see him up close and personal. Yes, sir. What a what a game though. I mean, Vikings might actually be team of destiny here at 8 and 1. I mean, Kings of the North, I mean, we might just have to crown them at this point. They're running away with it. The Packers trying to close the gap here with a late victory, but uh, you just got to take a deep breath, and the Lions got to put their hard hats on and uh, just keep trudging, I guess, right? Carry on. Keep on keeping on, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, the Bills, I, we both and I, we both had the Bills in that one, and, and Bills took a, a, a commanding lead in the game, just let the Vikings come back in and – um, nobody, yeah, a team of destiny, just because of the cir- sheer circumstance of how it went down. Uh, they've got that feel, those vibes towards them where it's like, you know, that they're probably not the most, um, prolific or best team in the NFL. Like there's probably better teams than them, but on any given Sunday, they can win the game. And because of the, they just get those lucky bounces. Yep. That that's just the, that's just the te- feeling that they have. It's just, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to lose some games down the stretch, but, uh, Right now, what can you say? Eight and one. Yeah, I don't know if you heard the stat and shareholders. If I'm wrong, feel free to to correct me. But something like uh, uh, a record in the NFL for games decided in a a, a one score or fewer. 
seems like that's i mean just from the eye test just um right off the right off the cuff that seems like that would be correct it's but it feels that way that this is how this game's this uh, this year's been going i mean every every one of their games it feels like i'd have to see their box scores but it feels like almost every one of their wins has been a score uh one score or less mm-hmm. i think there's one outlier in there against somebody i can't remember who it was but um yeah you're 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 absolutely right uh lions we'll see how the lions fare uh against them in a couple weeks or later on in, in the season um rewind real quick to thursday night we got so excited about this matchup the game of the year um i think it's the game of the year for sure um but <laughs> flashback to thursday night uh not, not definitely not the game of the year falcons panthers snoozer you and i you and i both wrong about the falcons we both had falcons there uh panthers shut us up and get the get the w uh good for not much carolina. to say about that game no, I guess. no good for carolina i mean Cordero Patterson, if we want to talk about what he was wearing pregame, it was one of the wildest outfits I think I've ever seen. Uh, a beanie with his hair back, you know, the the dreads and a, a bun. Beanie, wow. a mustard yellow leather jacket with the pants to match. And underneath the yellow jacket was a see-through knit cream sweater with very thin dark tinted glasses with maybe a purple tint. I mean, it was, it was quite the outfit he had on pregame. This was Cordero Patterson. Yeah. I'm trying to find it. I don't, I'm not seeing it. I mean, even the lady lion had a comment about the mustard yellow uh, outfit by him. Really? Did he lose a bet? I I hope so. But he looked (laughs) like he was just sheer confidence through it as well. Uh, as you as you have to so the uh the falcons are four and six panthers three and seven they get the third win of the year uh dante freeman foreman um with a with a with a nice game on the on the ground for the panthers um moving right along into back into sunday we had the first ever nfl germany game bucks get back to 500 um over their with their win over the seahawks so I feel like the Bucks kind of have their their swagger back in a way. Uh, Brady's feeling himself a little bit again. Uh, they're back to 500. So um, yeah, we'll see what the second half of the season entails for the, for the uh, for the Bucks. But they're they're trending up, and the Seahawks now six and four. It feels like uh, they're kind of on the verge there uh, at six and four there of losing what they had uh, that good season that they had going. You can't. You can't start to get near 500 if, I, if I'm them. I think you got to win the next couple games. They have to. They have to have a bounce back game. But to give all the credits in the world to the Bucks, they're doing it with some old guys. Julio Jones with a good touchdown. And I mean, what was the uh, stat that everybody was talking about? Uh, Tom Brady, the first guy to win in four different countries. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. it just. I mean, it's an absolutely insane by the man. Uh, shout out to them to find out, find a way to win and withstand a late push by the Seahawks because they were trying to score late and make it an actual game. I think they made it like a one-score yeah. game late yeah, in the fourth, right? Seven. Yep. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yep. So late push by the them. No Shaq Barrett for the for the Bucks, and they still hold it out. Yeah, I forgot that um, Brady had played that game in Mexico. I knew he played in London because um, there's been a ton of London games at this point. But yep. yeah, London, Germany, Mexico, all three of the international places for the NFL. So just another 
stat in his another feather in his cap for the go. Gotta send um, the gotta send the most known guy. Yeah, you do. Um everybody knows him. He's like a like a Kobe Bryant type. Um Broncos, Titans. Titans get Tannehill back. They get a little bit of a bump. Um and do they have they st- we talked about the fact that nobody knows any of the, nobody can name any of the wide receivers on the Titans. Um, but do they have a developing um, wide receiver in Westbrook Akine? Akine, I, I, the second half of his name I always struggle with. Um, but do they have a, a wide receiver in him? He's 120 yards today with two touchdowns. So watch out for him going forward. I mean, still, I'm never going to. I mean, unless he's just absolutely breakout, I'm not going to know his name. And I probably won't even know who he is until he goes to another team because odds are they they get rid of him because that's just what this team does i thought mr unlimited was gonna pull this game out though it looked like it at the end right it Uh, it did late they had a chance late they threw the he did he did but he also took some wicked wicked hits late in that game too i thought he might become limping out of that game yeah his pads almost looked like they were like his jersey had shifted off of his pads at that point of the game it was was battle (laughs) He was battle worn. It was almost he had like in the, the armor. Yeah, almost like the Aaron Rodgers pitcher. Oh yeah, oh god. The helmet the, completely sideways. <laughs> oh, or the Mason Rudolph one. Oh yes. That's yes. an all. You can't top that. You, you strictly can't top that. Oh yeah, it's it's almost like when guys get you know the huge clumps of grass stuck in the face face mask yes. of it top of the corner. It's just absolutely it's hilarious to see. They've got an entire square foot of turf in there. <laughs> it's never not funny. <laughs> never it's not never funny to see. Oh, Chiefs Jaguars. Chiefs are still the Chiefs. That's all I've got to say about that. They 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 only win by seven or ten over the Jaguars, but uh, just another. Another W for the Chiefs says they're seven and two, four and one at home. Chiefs just driver driver seat in the AFC. I mean, like they do it quietly too, right? So yeah. repeat that record back to me. They're seven and two, four and one at home. Seven and two, and that's just a quiet seven and two. Yeah, you don't hear much about them. You, no, a lot is made about the Giants at seven and two, but the the Chiefs are right there with them and just just continually stacking w's that's all they do yeah i feel like not a lot of blowout games just grinded out games for them even against lesser yep. opponents grinded out wins yep yep um dolphins browns dolphins put up another 39 point game um just an offensive machine probably the best offense in the in the nfl so just so prolific and uh continue to be undefeated with tua in the lineup um they're seven and three now Oh, shoot. Can we go back to the Chiefs game real quick? Sorry, did we talk about Mr. Yeah, put in reverse, Terry. Uh, Mr. Was it Edwards Alaire in this game that took the brutal hit? And uh, I didn't see it. You didn't see it? He went full Tua. Oh, no, he did. Oh, no, you're going to want to look this up before we go any further. Thoughts and prayers. Are you talking about Juju Smith? Oh, it was Juju? Okay, not Edwards Alaire. Okay. Okay. I knew it was one of those hyphenated names. Oh, there's so many, right? <laughs> At, uh, Westbrook Akine, we were just talking about him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know you're, I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, where he falls on the ground and uh, takes the hit to the helmet. And is he okay? Do we have word on him? I don't know. Talk to the good people while I look it up. Oh my goodness, he didn't look good. But uh, also, the Giants got to be feeling bad with Tony scoring already with the Chiefs, and I mean. Not even seen playing time with the Giants 
He was discarded trash with the Giants. Comes over to the Chiefs two games later, nearly an immediate impact, putting up touchdowns. What else What else do you want me to say about Juju? I mean, I know Tony uh, got the score. No, no TikTok dances either, right? <laughs> I don't think he's going to be dancing for a while. I don't know if... I think he's going to be needing help using the restroom for a little bit. Um, not a lot of updates on him. Um, they're just upset that they didn't get a penalty flag on that. And uh, Ju- uh, Mahomes said Juju was his normal self after the game. So uh, I guess okay. that's, that's, all, that's all we have to say about that. Let's that's go back good, to Dolphins-Browns. Looks- let's let's keep it. Let's keep this train moving. I'm moving on with her without you, boy. I'm hitching, hitching my trailer, buddy. Dolphins-Browns, we said it. Uh, Dolphins are undefeated with two of their seven and three. This was my game of the week, and it just turned out to be uh, brown colored doo doo. What did what a call by you uh, with the Bills, <laughs> with the Bills Vikings on the on the on the on the sheet, and just calling this trash. I like the contrarian look, but that was that was too too far off the realm. I thought the Browns matched up with the Dolphins well, but uh, apparently not. not. Apparently not. We, I knew we, the aerial we, was good for the Dolphins, and the Brown game was just monstrous from the Browns. So I thought that's what would happen. Yeah. Turns out Raheem Mostert also good. Yes. Yeah. Just just as good, right? Um, yeah. And 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 Wilson as well. Um, so you take um, you take a tough one there, but I took uh, an even tougher one. I had the Giants losing to the Texans. Um, Texans, Texans got it. Tried to. They tried to. Um, tried to. Tried to make it interesting. They only lose by eight, but um, not 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 what I was hoping for there. I, I thought the Texans would 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 come out with it, but as you said in the uh, walkthrough Wednesday last week, um, you didn't want to see the Giants come off a loss and have the have the Lions as their bounce back game the next week. So maybe uh, a silver lining there is that the Giants come in hot or continuing to run high um after this win so now they've got a matchup with the, with the lions and it's not a it's not a get right game so that's good for us right it's not a get right game they're due for a loss in their run the lions are hitting their stride i i don't want to talk about it too much don't want to say too much before five here we are two and two i mean i pose the question to you does it sound more doable now to it's, go two and three in their next stretch here, it's increasingly increasingly looking that way. I, um, um, I was I was a little hesitant with the back to back road games here with the Bears, and then now the Giants will be on the road as well. Um, but getting a feeling a little more confident now with the road win in Chicago, uh, I think they could steal one in New York and um, then then lose the lose to the Bills and win win with the Jaguars at home. Um, you're you're starting to bring me around. Uh, it's it's going up. I'm up. I'm climbing that ladder. Still not 100 percent there, mean, but I'm climbing it. Put this there. I mean, five wins in the season there. Yeah. It's, and then everything after that is a bonus to us, correct? That's what we're gonna say. Plausible. Yeah. No. Well, five was our benchmark there. To anything five and below was was uh, a letdown for us. Yeah. Right. Um. But three wins now. So you you matched the win total from last year. Matched it. Now. I mean, like. Yeah, I mean that's this. This is not enough. This is this is no. clearly nope, not enough. Nope. Can't be happy with this. This is just the beginning. Yeah, another another couple teams with three wins. We've got the Saints and the Steelers. Saints uh, only able to put up ten points in Pittsburgh's 
Kenny Pickett and the Steelers twenty to ten over the Saints. They get to three and six. Saints fall to three and seven. Your division winners. Yeah, it's not looking good, especially with the Bucks putting up a win. I I want Jameis back. I didn't think I would ever say this in a lifetime. I want Jameis back. Yeah, I don't think Andy Dalton's the guy, and I I don't think Jameis is going to give you any more of a bump to to make this team something that it isn't. But I think he's got to have the edge over Andy. You would think, but I mean, this defense was also built to be something greater than what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. And just kind of a lackluster team all around. You can't even can't even win on the road. Can't even put up more than ten points. Uh, shout out in Sad. the second half. Just just not a great day. Um, Cardinals Rams. We got the battle of the backups here. Cardinals get a much wow. needed win. Stafford out. Kyler Murray out. So it's Colt McCoy versus um, was it John Wolford? Yes. I know it's I knew his last name's Wolford, but I, I couldn't remember. But he looks very much like a John. Just a really basic name. Um, <laughs> Gets his, gets his what first was, ever NFL uh, touchdown, but it's with like eight seconds left in the game. What was uh, Kyler's official injury? You know, I don't uh, – something with the leg. I, I didn't even say. know he was going to be out until I was uh, uh, sick brag by me running a couple miles gym and yeah. oh, uh, nice. saw that he might I, possibly be out, but it wasn't official. Yeah, I think it was a little of a bit of a chess match between McVeigh and Cliff Kingsbury where um, – you know, both guys were kind of questionable, and nobody, nobody, neither of them wanted to be the first one to call their own quarterback out, like or or, or de- designate them as out. So then, yes. once one of them designated their quarterback as out, it was like, okay, well, their starter's not going to be out. Gentlemen's agreement: we're not going to play our our starter either. Makes us feel like, okay, we don't have to put Kyler out there. We don't have to put Matthew out there. Yeah, um, we don't have to risk it. Yep. I think Stafford was was called this morning, and then Kyler was called midday to late. Uh, he was like kind of right at the end of um, right at the beginning of the um, the window there to to make that designation. So I think that was the situation. It was just a, a matter of, OK, you're not going to play your starter. We're not going to play ours either. So battle okay. backups. Cardinals get the win. Um, they, they jump to four and six Rams, three and six. Same record as the Lions. That puts the draft order as it stands right now. The Lions would have the 11th pick. They've gone from the first overall pick to the 11th overall pick. That's just how quick you can move with a two-game win streak when you're that low and uh you and i talked about a little bit off off air but there's just so many teams in the middle of the pack with three wins or the lower end to the middle of the pack uh it's exactly um exactly 16 teams under 500 exactly 16 above 500 um if it as it stands right now the lions would have the seventh overall pick from the rams and then they'd have the 11th for their own pick um so rams just continue to struggle Definitely not going to repeat their Super Bowl. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. We've got one more game. Yeah, for all the stat nerds out there, this season's looking like a perfect bell curve for uh, for records here in the Ooh. NFL. I love that. And, numbers. I mean, it, it, I don't know. We talked about it off air as well, and I don't think I would have ever said this, that the Rams would be sitting at three and six, nine games into the season. It's uh, I never would have guessed this. No. Two teams on two totally different trajectories with the Rams and the Lions. Um, so we'll, we'll see. They could. Um, it could very well be a situation where the Rams pick is actually higher than the Lions pick. That it's be very weird. possible at this point in time. Yeah. Um, and the better the Lions top. do at this point, the worse yeah. the Lions, uh, the Vikings pick that they gave them. Right. Right. No. Exactly. 
Um, Packers versus Cowboys. Pat myself on the back here. I thought the Cowboys would struggle on the road. Mike McCarthy, revenge game. No revenge for him. They lose it in uh, another overtime matchup today. Um, they Great lose it in overtime to the Packers. Yeah, it really was. Uh, hate to see the Packers win, but good for me to get the the much needed win. Now I'm five and seven. You're four and eight. Mike McCarthy tried to get dangerous here in OT. He went for it on fourth and four. Didn't get it. Absolutely gronk spikes his headset <laughs> into the ground, and the Packers march down the field and uh, pick up the field goal for a win. Well, he's so conservative too. That all I mean, he's a very conservative coach. So for him to go to for it there, it's it's a rare form for him. I thought that like we we said out there, I thought he was just trying to prove himself a little too much there, being in Green Bay, being back in uh, his former team, uh, and probably wanting to win that so desperately as a as a former coach of that team. So I think he probably mm-hmm. just got a little over over the over his heels there. Yeah, um, yeah. He said it was weird walking back into. Uh, into the away locker room the, so that was yeah. very weird no it's got to be I, I would i would imagine um we've got one game in progress right now we got the um the chargers and 49ers in for, uh sunday night football it's the start of the second quarter right now chargers 10 49ers three and then on monday night we've got the commanders and the eagles i've got the commanders so so watch out for that one um and um, maybe we'll talk about this more on Wednesday, but Odell Beckham still um, w- wanting to wait a little bit longer on his team I as mean, he waits for the playoff picture. So it's, is there right now he's got the, for what? Oh, oh I, I mean, I, I don't think so. I, it is crazy to me. I, this feels illegal. This feels like a yeah. loophole that'll get closed. Well, but I mean, like it, this Gronk seems would do nuts. it too. Gronk would like unretire once the playoffs. That is true. Around. That is true, but and I think, like also and with I think, Gronk, it didn't feel like he was doing like a college tour. Well, and Odell has the ACL injury that he's still like recovering from. So okay, um, and from I guess the Super he's got Bowl. That so out. so from the Super Bowl, I you know I think he's got that designation. Um, so right now his his five teams are the Cowboys, Bills, Chiefs, Giants, 49ers. Bills Bills might need him. No Bills Packers. Might need that. No Packers because they're not in the playoff line. I mean, they are now mm-hmm. four and six. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Nah, I told you. If San Fran to loses today, they're they're yeah, I no, think I, tied I, for the wild card. I, I'm 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 hearing you. I'm hearing you. <laughs> I I said in my prediction this week though that the Packers would beat the Cowboys and then they'd go right back to their losing ways. This is a this is a one and done. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot Odell was one of our many listeners, and he's oh, yeah. uh, subscribing to your theory. So apologies. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. He might be. Uh, I, I, All right, that's right. Let's let's go to let's go to college football real quick while we end the show here. Um, Michigan remains clean. Corum gets another touchdown for his Heisman um, Heisman run. Um, Michigan gets the win over Nebraska. Alabama survives over Ole Miss. Was really hoping that Ole Miss would pull that one out. Uh, Lane Kiffin just lets me down. Oregon versus Washington, upset of the week. Uh, offensive explosion. Penix throws it to um, four Oregon defenders at one point in that game. Throws an interception. But the <laughs> shooter's mentality comes right back with a dart touchdown. Um, Bo Nix, or by Nix, as I, used to, as I like to call him, he gets hurt. <laughs> Bo Nix is ready. I'm, I'm playing this out for you. Bo Nix wants to come back at the end of the game. It's a fourth and one for Oregon. Um, they've got a, like a true freshman or a redshirt freshman in the game. They've just been running handoffs after handoffs because they don't trust this guy. Um, it's fourth and one. They've got two timeouts. 
and they could and Bo Nix is literally jumping up and down on the sidelines like he wants to put him back in right he's ready and um instead of calling the timeout and putting Bo Nix in back in on a fourth and one they they leave the freshman out there and then he hands it off to the running back who falls down in the backfield so he's down there um Washington oh, no. takes it over Washington takes over and then Washington upsets Oregon and 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 in that moment, you've got to call a timeout. I mean, you've got two. T- you want to save your timeouts because you you need them going down the field with with limited time. But um, you know your season's on the line. You if you lose to Washington there, you've already got one loss to Georgia, and that and that's not a bad blemish to have. It's the number one team, and Oregon was was climbing the ranks. But um, you got to put your 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 transfer quarterback in back at that point. Uh, if you if you got to give your yourself right an op- the best opportunity to win. That's yeah. the bottom line. Bo Nix can get one yard 99 out of 100 times. Um, so just uh, I'm, I'm sure an, an afterthought that he regrets at this point. Moving right along, UNC, surprise team of the year, 9-1 and one with uh, Mac Brown under the helm. They win a squeaker. Um, Drake May, an emerging candidate for the Heisman. Uh, I'm not afraid to admit that I didn't know much about this guy in the, except for the last couple weeks. Um, he accounted for 500 yards offensively, three um 31 of 49 through the air and four touchdowns, uh, three through the air, one on the ground. Um, so an emerging Heisman candidate, maybe, just maybe, um, somebody that, that is a quarterback that gets drafted this year. So maybe the Lions' next quarterback is Drake May. I mean, all every quarterback is the Lions' possible next quarterback at this point, right? Well, if, <laughs> if, if, they're low, if they have a lower draft pick and they don't, you know, if they don't have the opportunities to go get Stroud or Bryce Young, this guy might be number three. Yeah, I mean, if in an ideal world, I really hope that they're able to get defense early, quarterback late for them to sit a year and then come in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I don't, I don't think, I think I, I may have misspoke there. I think he's not eligible for this next year's draft, but the 2024 draft, watch out, and you know where the 2024 draft is. Yes, sir. Can't Detroit. wait. Detroit. Um, LSU had a hangover game. They nearly lose one, but they survive. Same thing for Notre Dame. They have a hangover game after the big one over Clemson, but they also survive over Navy. Um, and TCU remains perfect. Uh, they had a little bit of a late scare with a fumble um, scoop and score for Texas, um, but TCU um, remains perfect. So um, I've got Ben's the Ben 10. Uh, um, the, ben, the Ben's 10. Uh, the Ben 10. I've got number one, Georgia. Number two, Michigan. I still think they should be over Ohio State. So Georgia, Michigan State, Ohio State at three, TCU at four, Tennessee at five, USC at six, UNC, which they don't get any love, um, but UNC at seven, LSU at eight, Alabama at nine, Clemson at 10. That's my top 10. That's the Ben 10. Okay. I want to see it come to fruition for you. Yeah. I got Alabama. I'm giving Alabama a little bit more respect, putting them back in the top 10 with their win over Ole Miss. There Um, you go. Don't know if you saw this, but CMU's got a true freshman quarterback from Wednesday night, um, Burt Emanuel Jr. He had 293 yards rushing. I see that it was a very crazy game uh, for the Chippewas. I mean, Comeback wild win. game, yes. But somebody to watch, though, Burt Emanuel Jr., true freshman. This is the guy going forward. He's 293 yards. That's the most since... Um, can't remember who, but um, a big name in, in in college football. The last time somebody had over 290, nearly all, nearly 300 yards rushing as a quarterback in one game. 
Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes on him. Uh, that is crazy though. Auburn with the win over Texas A&M. I taught, we talked about it last week, but Carnell Williams, AKA Cadillac Williams. I don't know, man. Showed up. I don't know if you saw, Whoa. don't know if you saw his post game, but dude was sweating heavy. Uh, they had swag surfing playing in the background with the crowd. The crowd was going nuts. Uh, Auburn was really feeling it. I'm all in on this Cadillac Williams guy. Give him the give him the full head coach job. He's interim <laughs> right now. I'm all in on this guy. This guy's gonna bring a championship to Auburn. War Eagle. <laughs> War damn Eagle, baby. Yeah. Wow. I'd play football for this guy. I'd strap okay. on the pads for this guy. Okay, this is how I want you to feel about Dan Campbell, though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's he's kind of got a little bit of that in him, where he's just a guy's guy and uh, a player's coach type of type. Um, yeah, just I, be I'm just be in. happy. We got one of them guys. We do, we do, and we're, we're sitting at three and six, coming up to a, a matchup with the New York Football Giants week. Uh, week what eleven in the NFL, right? Week twelve. What are we on now? Coming up. Oh my week- God! Don't do this to me. Nine ten. We gotta be week ten. Uh, this was week ten, so coming up on week eleven, yep. uh, the matchup with the Giants, and then it's then it's Thanksgiving week against the Bills. You got anything else you want to say to these fine shareholders on the other line? I uh, just keep keep it with us. Let's keep the thoughts up for the Lions. I uh, do with what you want in the prayers. Uh, but four and five, folks, we need one more here. The Giants on the road. We got our first road win in a long time. Let's get our second. Let's follow it up. The, don't let this team get hot. That's all I'm saying. This team has yeah. got a fuse. If they get hot and they're, they might go. I mean, it's it's young guys that are feeding on whatever the kids are saying, and I believe they're saying vibes. Vibes are high. Vibes are increasing. Build on what we can build on. A quote from Hard Knocks reigns true we're building what we can build on let's go I mean, hey, let's hit us with it let's i just want to give one last bit of shine to jamal i mean he is mm-hmm. to me everything that this team embodies i mean mind body and soul just throwing it all out there he's an old i mean mid, middle of the road guy for the nfl he's in his sixth year just trying to figure out what to do and where to go forward and i mean he's trudging right along with this team so good on him Let's go. Yeah, leader out there, um, taking all the lead carries in the in the backfield. Uh, you can't feel happier for a guy than, than him. He's just a good good personality, good guy, glue guy in the locker room type of guy. Let's build on what we can build on. Thank you all for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you all on Wednesday. Tell somebody you love them. Let's swag surf our way out of here. Let's swag surf our way. The drive to four and five is still alive, folks. Andrew, I'm gonna give you all the credit in the world for that one. Let's see. Let's see what it. Let's see what happens. Drive is drive for four and five still alive. Let's swag surf our way out of here. Turn the season around, baby. Go Lions. We completed the 1,000 piece puzzle with no picture.